Trinity is very proud to present Drag Me to Church, a drag show about church, faith, and God's inclusive love. You'll be endlessly entertained as the Lady Duche leads us through her unique style of worship, which includes as many laps as it does amen. Mm -hmm. Do not miss this rare opportunity to see a drag queen in church. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the intersection of faith, family, and filmmaking. You're listening to Fearless with Mark and Amber, a behind the scenes of our filmmaking ministry, Fearless Features. If you're new to the program, welcome. We are a husband and wife filmmaking team on a mission to educate, motivate, and inspire others to get involved in their local communities and stand for truth. I'm Amber Archer, co-host of this show. And joining me, as usual, is my husband, Mark Archer. Hello. The other half of Fearless Features. Mm -hmm. You can learn more about us and the movies we're making by visiting fearlessfeatures.org. It's also a great place for you to make that one-time or monthly donation to help us have greater impact in sharing truth across this nation and around the world through the movies we're making. So we have lots of news to cover and just to kind of give people insight and it's sort of research that we get to do all the mm-hmm. time. Um, and there's an intense spiritual battle happening in churches all across America. We'll get to that in a moment. But you have some things. I, I always have things. You always have things. I have things. News and views stuff and things. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I do, yeah. Um, let me start with the snarky stuff because it just sets the mood. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so this is uh, the from the Daily Malarkey. DailyMalarkey.com. Is that uh, the Daily Mail? No. It's, it's, da- it's actually da- called? It's actually called Daily Malarkey. Oh, I thought you were kidding. Okay. No, I get their email every day. Okay. And it is <laughs> good to know. Pretty, pretty good stuff. Um, talking about Disney. If you haven't followed this, Disney is crashing and burning. It's become uh, almost overnight one of the most hated brands in, in America. Which is really, really sad because they really stood for wholesome family mm-hmm. uh, pictures a long time ago. But in, if you haven't um, read anything in the news, so their local you know, higher ups have come out and openly said they've got their anti or their... Uh, their their gay agenda that yes. they're putting into the film queer agenda queer agenda that yeah. thank you yeah so i've got um gosh from the uh, from the wall street journal editorial board revolt in disney's florida kingdom uh it's alienating push into florida politics as a warning for other ceos good um and these are just these are just uh lines uh you know individual snippets of text from these various sources uh one answer is that previous corporate political signaling came with little cost and media hosannas (laughs) recall when major league baseball pulled its all-star game out of atlanta as a punishment for georgia's new voting law right not much happened right to major league baseball um Speaking of the CEO of Disney, perhaps he thought this would be a free way to mollify his staff, but Mr. Chapek misjudged the political moment. Republican voters who have watched companies side with the progressive agenda and silence employees who disagree are fed up. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's another one. The Disney lesson for CEOs is to stay out of these divisive cultural fights, you think? 
The lesson for political partisans in the workplace is that their bosses run the office, but surprise, they don't run the country. Mm-hmm. Well, so. and I think it's it's something that we we talk about all the time, especially actors are a good example. And how many actors have we used to like until mm-hmm. we knew all of their politics? Yeah, I, I loved, <laughs> liked you before I knew you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so the same thing is happening with corporations and companies. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. like, I liked Nike. I liked you before I knew, before you let, uh, well, I guess I didn't. Colin Kaepernick. Well, no, that's not who I was thinking of. I was thinking of, you know, little Nas with his satanic oh, shoes, word, but yeah. that was, they didn't agree to that. That so. technically wasn't their <laughs> shoe, right. right? But, uh, yeah. And, um, this is interesting. From the examiner, Disney chose war with the GOP on behalf of a party that hates it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're citing it's this it's go woke, get broke. It's it's just happening to Disney. Uh, Disney's stock is down. Hold on. Let me No, Let's Netflix. Here's Disney. All right. From the Epoch Times. Disney stock tumbles amid fallout from Florida controversy. Um, so Disney stocks have tumbled so far in 2022 as the company waded into Florida's political arena while Republicans in the state voted to revoke the firm's self-governing status in the central portion of the state. This is a new development. They now have to pay taxes like every other. It's going to be really interesting to see because I know there were two counties. It was Orange County and... Osceola, Osceola, I think was the other one. So I'll be interested to see how much because they were talking about it could be up as much as 20 percent tax hike. Yeah, but there's the there's that's not all that there is to that story. No, there's not ways that they can easily abate that. So uh, the stock Disney stock hit all time highs in March of 2021, trading at two hundred dollars per share. But since then, it's dropped more than a third to about $119 per share as of April 22nd, putting the media conglomerate on track to its lowest close in 17 months. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the firm has faced targeted criticism in recent weeks after issuing a statement opposed to a bill backed by Florida Governor Ron DeSantis that prohibits teachers to instruct on sexual orientation and gender identity in children in the third grade or younger. Well, and this is why this is why we bring this up, because it it ties right into what we've been talking about and sharing with the mind polluters Mm -hmm. and where we're going with dysphoria, our next documentary film. Mm -hmm. And so that's why these stories, this is part of the research that we do. And if you want to learn more about the movies or see the movies, you can watch the mind polluters now on Vimeo streaming on demand. Um, Just go to the website, themindpolluters.com. But anyway, go back to your. So um, anyway, uh, Meanwhile, some analysts have noted consumers are cutting back on streaming services, including ones pushed by Disney, Netflix, and others. Um, so speaking of Netflix. I saw they were going. Okay. And I, I was I hadn't researched much on Netflix and oh, what was happening there and why why the fall. This is fun. Okay. So this is from just the news. Netflix shares plummeted by roughly you ready for this? 25%. Wow, that's a lot. This is uh, this is 
and this is a sudden drop. Disney is down by a third over a year ago. This well, is, and Netflix has been the number one streaming platform for a while. For years, yeah. They have grown consistently. Um, roughly 25% and after I was trading on Tuesday, so this is last week, after the streaming service reported a loss of 200,000 subscriptions <laughs> during the first quarter of 2022. The company told shareholders that it expects to lose 2 million paid memberships during the upcoming second quarter. Wow, that's a lot. Quote, in the near term, though, we're not growing revenue as fast as we'd like. (laughs) So I wonder then, will they stop? I mean, they'll have to stop producing the trash and they're going to have to start like when they first started Mm -hmm. uh, paying for and getting outside source content. Because they shifted their model and they started making their own originals. Well, it's... And I, it makes me wonder how yeah. much will they start... In, will they keep investing into their originals or... <laughs> I don't know. Well, I'll get back to that in a second. This okay. is interesting to hear the excuses. Uh, COVID clouded the picture by significantly increasing our growth in 2020. <laughs> okay, so... All right, leading us to believe that most of our slowing growth in 2021 was due to the to the COVID pull forward. What? Netflix also blamed. So it's it's COVID's fault. The Uh fact that we were all forced to stay home and watch TV. We didn't, or what? I I don't know. (laughs) Okay. Netflix also blamed inflation. Whose fault is that? And the crisis in Ukraine. For slowing the company's growth. No, I knew that was coming. Right. It's it's Putin's it's mm-hmm. Putin's fault. Yeah, right? yeah. Putin's killing Netflix. Shift the blame. Right. Uh, macro factors including sluggish economic growth, increasing inflation, geopolitical events such as Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Explain that to me. I have no idea. What in the people, world does because, that have be, to do? Because people are distracted with the war, and so they're not watching TV, apparently. And so I, I think that's that's what I would guess. Right. So they're canceling their subscriptions? Yes. <laughs> because so you understand, so in, in Netflix is what's called subscription, via, uh, subscription VOD or SVOD. S- SVOD. Mm-hmm. Whether you watch it or not doesn't matter to them as long as you're paying them. It's like Amazon. Right. Amazon Prime. You pay a flat fee and you're going to watch as much as you want. Or so, as little. Or as little as you want. <laughs> uh, in our case, we watch none of it. Um, and some continued disruption from COVID, we're still blaming COVID, are likely having an impact as well. But this is interesting. By suspending service in Russia, Netflix, Netflix lost 700,000 subscribers as well. That's interesting. And and here's here's the real question. So did they have an, an impact or make an effect, any effect on the war? I mean... <laughs> Yeah, well, that's why they did it, right? Right. <laughs> Was they're going to prove a point? Right. We're so, going to we're going to um, we're going to ban Netflix in Russia. Is that what they did? Yeah, it was the global pile on. This is you know what you saw the Canadian government doing to the truckers. Yeah. Now it's on a global scale, and this, these are all test runs mm-hmm. for what the globalists want to get away with. Do, yeah. See what we can get away with. Now they've done it to an entire nation. Now I'm not excusing Putin and what he's done. No, but it's also not the Russians, the people. It's not the people's fault. <laughs> you know, don't, don't starve out all of Russia because of Putin. Yeah, they got bigger problems than Netflix. So I mean, we'll good grief! It's it, it's the same thing as you know. Do it as far as what's going on in Ukraine. 
uh, we support the people of Ukraine. You're, they're the ones that are stuck in the middle. But but please don't confuse that Zelensky is some kind of hero in this. Mm-hmm. Zelensky is just as corrupt as Putin. That yeah. Ukraine is one of the most corrupt places on the planet. Mm-hmm. So, you know, our it's, prayers are for the people. Our prayers are for the people and the church in both Ukraine and Russia. Um, what else you got? Anyways, all right. This one I just got this morning, and I had to go and try it. It hasn't rolled out yet. This is from Infowars, and they reference a story in, um, I think it's in the Telegraph. Oh, yeah, the Daily Telegraph um, report. Google rolls out feature that corrects you with woke, inclusive language. Now. Oh, this is going to be fun. Let's pause here, because how many of our students use Google Docs? And Because they all have what? Chromebooks, Chromebooks, because uh, most of them were bought just recently through the COVID. You get a free Chromebook (laughs) and your lifetime Gmail account. Uh And look, and we have all of this, these software packages, all these software suites available for free. So if you have students in the education system. This is in the private schools, too. Private and public all over. Google's document editor will begin to correct the language of what people type to become more inclusive, according to a report in The Telegraph. (laughs) The article headlined Big Brother, parentheses, sorry, big person, is correcting you on Google. And we'll put links to both of these in the show notes. Outlines how the company is to implement inclusive warnings on Google Docs, suggesting that users refrain from using terms such as policeman or landlord because they are gendered. The warnings. No, you're you're kidding. No. No, I'm not. I got to see these. Okay. The warnings will alert users that what they have typed, quote, may not be inclusive to all <laughs> readers, while suggesting users should, quote, consider using different words, offering woke corrections like police officer or property owner. <laughs> the report notes, however, that even technical terms like motherboard fall prey to Google's woke correction. Oh, what do they have for that? Um, Does it say? Just says inclusive warning. Some of these words may not be inclusive to all readers. Consider using different words. (laughs) What an ignorant. It gets better. Remember, remember a certain president uh, who said we have to change our history. Uh huh. Okay. When Googling John F. Kennedy's inauguration speech. Google suggests that it should be corrected to for all humankind instead of for all mankind. mankind. (laughs) Critics hit out at Google attempting to police and change language with Silky Carlo, the director of rights group Big Brother Watch, calling it deeply intrusive. (sighs) Yes, with Google's new assistive writing tool, the company is not only reading every word you type, but telling you what to type. The speech policing is profoundly clumsy, creepy, and wrong, often reinforcing bias. Invasive tech like this undermines privacy, freedom of expression, and increasingly freedom of thought. Well, it reminds me of the email. What was that email service? Oh, oh MailChimp. Oh, yeah. Because they sent out their new update saying mm-hmm. they were going to do the same thing. And so oh, yeah. we we dumped that. Yes, we did. And we're like, no way. We're not using you. You can't tell us what we can and can't say, especially moving into the films that we're making. Oh, yeah. 
We are going to tell the truth. Yeah. So if you don't, <laughs> if you didn't, weren't aware of this, this was it was last. Years. Uh, it had been two years ago. I'm, I'm, uh, well, a year and a half ago. Year and a half. Yeah. And Mailchimp, which is a bulk mail service. So if you have, if you're on a, any email Newsletter. list, right? Mm-hmm. It's usually through Constant Contact or Mailchimp, and there's Some there's other big there's ones. a few others, but Mailchimp yeah. is one of the big ones. And they went full woke, and they basically sent all of us, all of us who were paying for their service. <laughs> Sent us notices saying, hey, we're going to start policing what you can and can't say. And restricting your emails right. if it goes against our community right. policy. We're going to basically start throttling your emails. Excuse me, this is what I pay you to do. Right. You have one function in this business relationship. I pay you this money every month uh-huh. to send emails to these addresses in my database. Yeah. And now... You're, I mean, it's just, it's violation of contract. Yeah. It's just, it's ridiculous. So, so we dumped them. Um, it's yeah. got a steep learning curve here. Yeah. <laughs> this guy goes on. What if landlord is the better choice because it makes more sense narratively in a novel? Oh, you know, oh, wait, wait, wait. I was trying to figure out why landlord. It's because we're not all going to own property. That's right. I we will own nothing that, and we'll be happy. That's right. I totally forgot about that's that. Right. So just now. Okay. That's right. And, and and please explain to people what I'm talking about. Oh, this is, uh, well, we could do a whole, a whole series but we won't on make this. it brief. This is, this is the, <laughs> the, the, there's a video done by the World Economic Forum. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you hear more and more about this, especially if you listen to Glenn Beck or, or, um, Alex Jones, Alex Jones, Dan Bongino. They're all talking about the Great Reset. Yeah. Oh, Alex Newman. Alex Newman yeah. has talked about this for years. Yeah. Uh, the Great Reset is is a real thing. It is a it is the plan of the globalists. These are the people you want to know who the globalists are. Uh, Bill Gates, mm-hmm. Klaus Schwab, Anthony Fauci. Basically, all of the world leaders at this point are all in on this globalism. They are moving towards one world government, one world currency, control of everything. Now, if you are a believer, if you're a Christian and you have studied scriptures at all, you know that this is where things are going to go. In the end times, the rise of the Antichrist will come with these things as part of it, that it will be a one world government finally under one man called the Antichrist. He will have a one world currency. He will have absolute control over everything. And this is where the mark of the beast comes in. Uh, that will be a mark on your hand or on your forehead. It is the, the number of it's, it's his number, which is six, six, six. It's kind of, it's still a mystery. We're not sure exactly. A lot of people have blunted their blades on trying to figure out what that means, but we know enough about it to see that all the technology is in place now. Yeah. But anyway, so back to not owning property. So that's the the great reset is collapsing the entire world system. Hello, COVID to uh, collapse every economy and all of the elitists take over and basically control everything and they they made a video about how great it's going to be yeah and how you're not going to own your own property it's all community you'll rent everything yep you're going to rent everything from them and you're going to love it and you will be happy it's and it's fascinating because that's exactly what they say is you're going to love it it's such a better system we've got a better (laughs) idea we'll steal everything from you by collapsing the entire 
planet, you'll own nothing and you'll be happy. Okay, so that's my theory why landlord is in there. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I mean, I just so okay. It go is because Google is a wicked organization yeah. and they're all in on this. So <laughs> okay. Um. Okay, so the feature on Google Docs which could easily be shifted over to its search engine, is now on by default for what the company has termed enterprise-level users. Okay, so I wonder, does that mean schools? Are I they, don't know. Are they enterprise-level users? I don't know. So I I read this, and I immediately got onto Google Docs, because anybody can use it. And I typed in some of these words to see if it would flag them and it did not but then now i'm reading this and it says it's only enterprise level users right now but does that include oh i don't know i'm gonna call the school and ask yeah you should call your school too and ask you should call and ask them if the kids' chromebooks is the school using a google enterprise account enterprise level users Mm mm-hmm Google has stated that, quote, assisted writing uses language understanding models, which rely on millions of common phrases and sentences to automatically learn how people communicate. This also means they can reflect some human cognitive biases. So here we have Google literally taking on the role of the Ministry of Truth from George Orwell's 1984. Wow. Policing language and making sure... That it's Newspeak. Newspeak is implemented whenever necessary. Well, speaking of of truth, mm-hmm. um, let's just get back to what you you see. America is in real trouble because the church is no longer speaking truth. There are churches all across America that are just. Ugh. Not telling the truth. They're community and centers with crosses on the roof. It's awful. Yeah. So I got this one. Uh, drag me to church featuring the lady. It's spelled douche. I'm guessing it's douche because it's got the little thing on the little E. We're going to give this person benefit of the doubt. I'm going to. So this is a drag show at church? Question mark question mark yes queen as the uh i'll I'll have to i gotta find a way to put a link to this so you can see the advertisement so this is at trinity lutheran church in greenville south carolina this is this is really happening you're really having a drag queen come in and apparently is giving giving a sermon Because it says, Trinity is very proud to present Drag Me to Church, a drag show about church, faith, and God's inclusive love. You'll be endlessly entertained as the Lady Duche leads us through her unique style of worship, which includes as many laughs as it does amen. Mm -hmm. Do not miss this rare opportunity to see a drag queen in church. Oh, there you go. Do they do they have an open bar and a cover charge? Light reception. Light reception. <laughs> Light reception probably. with meet and greet to follow. The Lutherans like their beer. I have to say. So this is this is which denomination of Lutheranism is this? Um, this is Trinity Lutheran. So they are. I had to go and look them up because I went on their website and they've everybody. Their senior pastor is female. Mm-hmm. And everybody's got their pronouns listed next to their name. <laughs> and just I just want to clarify my pronouns are don't even know nope. his royal majesty. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> we'll save that for the King of King, Lord of Lords. And, you, you can't do Royal Majesty. And, and for our Spanish speaking, it's El Conquistador. Okay. Okay. Move on. Uh, well, and and they have they have a queer and justice ministry coordinator. Oh my word. So I mean, it it it, it Wait, goes queer and justice. Yeah, whatever in, that means. As part of your church staff. Yeah. That would be social justice. Uh huh. Queer and social Wait, justice. This must be ELCA. Um, yes, I looked up. So they're a part of the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America. Mm-hmm. Uh, God's work, our hands. So I found it interesting because I started, I had to read through. Of course, This is research, guys. <laughs> this is what we <laughs> sit and do. We research people. Um, but especially for the podcast, I love sharing this stuff with, with you because if you have friends who are in these churches and they may not know, I mean, people are being lied to and yeah. led astray. Like flat out thinking that this is okay, it's not okay. Yeah, I, and I and I would just add before you read that, I would just add whatever church you are at, do not hesitate if you haven't yet to ask for a copy of the church's constitution, mm-hmm. statement of beliefs, um, and if it's part of a larger like national denomination. Yeah. Um, read up on those two. Read up on those two, because I can tell you that, um, you know, for example, SBA, Southern Baptist yeah. Association, they have started to go off the woke train. And that does not mean that every SBA affiliated church is that way. But the organization as a whole has definitely gone off. Yeah, a, l- the a lot of them are. In, you can see, I mean, especially with this one, um, this Trinity Church, who's yeah. a part of the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America. They're absolutely embracing the the doctrine oh, yeah. of of what's coming from the church, the uh, Lutheran Church in America. So so I, it was interesting because I wanted to kind of see their stance, especially because they had one on human sexuality. And of course, we just did the mind polluters mm. and what kids are being taught. And so not only are kids being taught this in school about you can be whatever you want to be, gender is fluid, you know, same sex relations are OK. Mm. Uh, but now you've also got churches in who've embraced it and are are thinking that telling people that if you're good, you're going to be okay. And I think right. it's one of the things we're going through Romans in church right now and um, just pointing out that the people who believe that they're okay and right with God, those are the hardest ones to get to realize that it's a personal relationship. Mm-hmm. It's God's grace and mercy towards you. And, and no, being, being, good good a good person is not good enough there's no such thing as good person no we're all fallen um oh well, doctrinal statement well, from well the LCA. i was i was going to read some of it um because what they're saying we in the ELCA recognize that many of our sisters and brothers in same-gender relationships sincerely desire the support of other christians for living faithfully in all aspects of their lives, including their sexual fidelity. In response, we have drawn deeply on our Lutheran theological heritage and scripture. This has led, however, to differing and conscience-bound understanding about the place of such relationships within the Christian community. Notice, though, I I had to notice and point out that they are talking about the Lutheran theological heritage and scripture, not the Holy Scripture of the Bible. 
And mm-hmm. I think that's that's where you go so wrong is when you what did Ken Ham say in the mind polluters? There's only two religions. Mm-hmm. There's man's word and there's God's word. Yeah. Well, and you know what this reminds me of? If you if you haven't seen Inwood Drive, our first film. Yeah. Uh, well, shameless plug here. <laughs> InwoodDriveMovie.com. Uh, also on Amazon. Uh, Inwood Drive, that whole story, the, we go through the history of this abortion clinic. Mm-hmm. And originally, this was George Klopfer. Okay. George Klopfer, infamous abortionist, man who died a few years ago. And then they found over 2,000 fetal remains in his garage and the trunk of one of his cars. Okay, this is this is the man that we interviewed for our first documentary, and we made a film about how about his demise. His original clinic was in downtown Fort Wayne, Indiana. He had three in Indiana, South Bend, Gary and Fort Wayne. And the one downtown was right across the street from First Presbyterian Church, Mm -hmm. which is still the clinic's not there anymore. Now it's a steakhouse. Um, but the, uh, the church is still there and first Pres is part of Presbyterian church, USA, PC USA and PC USA back even before Roe v. Wade, PC USA went full all in on, uh, being pro abortion mm-hmm. as a congregation nationally, they were all pro abortion. So the the pastors, the women pastors from First Presbyterian Church used from the to church. from the church used to act as escorts for the abortion clinic, mm-hmm. and they would take the women into the church and right. wait for the pro life people to be removed from the pol- by the police, right. and then they would escort all the women over to the abortion clinic so that they could kill their babies. Right? They would. Yep. They would shelter them while the pro-life people were arrested mm-hmm. and then take them over to yeah so oh. that's that's pcusa so this is you know the lutheran version of E-C-L-A? it elca elca whatever it is all of the uh you know the methodist church is is largely gone off the rails yeah the so definitely thing, look, so. look make sure you do your homework yeah. on where you're attending church and who's who you're listening to yeah and and you know what it's very simple all you have to do is Even if you're not completely familiar with every single doctrinal statement, I would suggest that maybe you start with um, going to, uh, well, you could look at our doctrinal statement on our website. Is it still there? Yeah. Uh, About us. In our About Us. And uh, look at, because we've got all the references there, Mm -hmm. right? So there's there's a, a good resource to look at. And if you're reading their doctrinal statements, position statements, their constitution, and they're not referencing the scriptures, that's a big red flag. Mm -hmm. You cannot, as a church, take a position on something unless you can cite clear scripture. Right, because where does truth come from? Right. Otherwise, it's just man's opinion. Read Romans 1. That's it's, I don't, it can't be any stuff. it can't be I mean, any we, more clear. So we have all the research. <laughs> so shame on this church, shame on that entire denomination. The Lord sees this and he is he's not gonna let it stand. No. So if you're in an ELCA church, boy, don't don't hesitate. Just get it you gotta get out of there. Yeah. 
So. All right, you guys. Well, that is all the time we have for today. Remember, our latest project, The Mind Polluters, is now available to rent exclusively on Vimeo. Use promo code FEARLESS to receive $5 off your rental price. And make sure to install the Vimeo app on your smart TV or Roku to watch from the comfort of your living room. Gather your friends, family, or small group and watch it together. Be informed. Every movie rental helps support our filmmaking ministry, Fearless Features, so we can make more movies about the issues impacting our society and culture from a biblical perspective. Visit themindpolluters.com or follow the link provided in the show notes. Have a wonderfully blessed day. We'll talk to you again right here next Tuesday. Tuesday.